today's topic is going to be about being a new creation in Christ. And we're going to discuss the importance of the blood of Jesus and surrendering our life to him and just a small glimpse of what life should look like after we've become a Christian. I'll hope you'll stick around so we can learn more together about the word. Welcome back for another week of this series in Identity in Christ. If you haven't listened to the other episodes already, I encourage you to go back and take a listen. This series has really been so encouraging for me, and I'm just thankful that the Spirit led me to it. Today is the fourth episode of this series. Today's episode will be a combination of two topics, salvation and being a new creature in Christ. I do kind of feel like this probably should have been one of the first episodes of this series, um, just because I feel like the order would have made more sense to talk about salvation first and then all the other things, but um, I just feel like the Spirit drew me towards this topic this week and really impressed it on my heart, and so I'm just going to trust that somebody needs this episode this week just this week. (laughs) Um, So today is really going to just focus on one scripture, and it's a pretty short scripture. And um, today is going to be just a little bit different than what I normally do, just because this scripture says everything. Like, there's not really a lot of extra points for me to talk about, because This scripture is just, it is what it is. We can take it for its word and it's powerful. It is so powerful. So our scripture this week is going to come from 2 Corinthians 5.17. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And I'm going to break this down into sections. So we're going to look at the phrase, therefore, if any man be in Christ. Therefore, just kind of means like now, now is the time. Therefore, because if any man, that is anybody, not just referring to men, it's referring to anybody. So therefore, if any man be in Christ. This is the phrase I want to really, really, really focus on. Be in. That means to have a fixed position. Uh, and if you look up what fixed means in the Webster's 1828, the word fixed means to be established or firm. So you are going to be in, to be in means to have a an established or a firm position in Christ. Uh, Reading this, I never would have thought be in means to be established in or to have a fixed position, to be firm in Christ. I really think, think it's astounding the importance of breaking down words, even the simplest words that we think we know. Um, I never would have thought that that's what that meant. But it means to be fixed in Christ. So how can we be in Christ? 
how are we fixed in him? What does that mean? How are we established in him? So the only way we can be in Christ is to accept him into your heart and not to just accept him into your heart. It's not just like, oh, you know, Lord, come into my heart and save me. Yes, that that is great. And I think it is what needs to be done. But it's more than just saying it. It's feeling it in your heart. It's a sur- It's a position of surrender of I know I need you. I know I am in need of someone saving me from my filthiness. And I know that I can't do this life without you. It's it's a position of our heart. It's not just a simple, simple okay, yep, Jesus, you know, I, I accept you. I want you to be in my heart. Um, it, it's not something nonchalant like that. It's a position of your heart. And Romans 10.9 says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So it is a confession of your mouth, but it's also, there's a second part and it says, and shalt believe in thine heart. So it is a, it's a belief. It's a firm, it's a firm belief, a position in your heart that says, I know that you have been raised from the dead for my sake. Salvation is not a difficult process. Sometimes I think we overcomplicate it. You know, well, you need to come like this first. And if you don't look this way or act this way, then you're not good enough to be saved. Or we just overcomplicate it and make it seem like you have to do so many things before it has to happen. Or, or, um, I had a thought. It just left me <laughs> mom brain. Um, but yeah, salvation is not a difficult process. It's something that we overcomplicate. It requires no specific words. There is not a perfect phrase that you could recite that would save you. There's no special ceremony and nobody has to do it for you. You don't have to go to somebody and ask them to save you, to help to make you be saved. Somebody could sit and pray with you and talk you through it, but they are not going to be the ones to actually save you. It's simply acknowledging that you are a sinner and accepting the fact that Christ came to die to save you from those exact sins. It's basically turning from your sinful self and surrendering yourself to him. And It's just something we really make more complicated than what I think the gospel ever intended to be. It's simply just, God, I need you. I'm a sinner. You know, forgive me for my sins. I need you and I can't do this life without you. And surrendering all that you are to him. So to be in Christ means that we can walk in the salvation that he offers us. It means that we live our life in a fixed position, knowing that he is the Lord of our life. We're going to go ahead and look at the next phrase of this. It says, he is a new creature. 
old things are passed away. So we're going to look a lo- look at a lot of words in this phrase. So bear with me, but it's going to all come together and it's going to it's going to be beautiful. Um so new means according to the Strong's concordance new means to be new or fresh. Um which didn't really help me. <laughs> so I went to Webster's 1828 and Webster's 1828 defines new as, and this one was one of those things where I read it and I was like, wow, wow, never would have, you know it, you know the definition, but when you hear it and you put the words and you see it and you put it together, it's like, that makes sense. So Webster's defines new as late, lately made, not known before or not familiar. Creature means to be a creation. Um, when you look at creation in the Webster's, it, se- it means um, caused to exist. Um, and so I was like, I wonder what that word caused means. Sometimes when I get like on a definition, like task I just get lost in like defining every word (laughs) um so cause means brought about so it means brought about to exist and when I thought of this I can't tell you how many times in my life I have thought the thought What's the purpose? You know, why was I, why am I here? Why am I even wanted? Would anybody even miss me if I was gone? Um, you know, those are a lot of thoughts that can come along with depression. Um, that can be part of it. Um, and sometimes I just have gotten down on myself in my life and I just, those are thoughts that I've thought and even growing up as a, as a young adolescent, um, you know, when days would get hard and kids are mean at school, you know, I I would find myself thinking, you know, do I matter? What, what, what is this life? You know, why, why do I have to suffer in pain? And, um, why, what, what is the purpose? And so when I read that, it brought so much peace to my heart and, I wish that I would have found it years ago in my life. I wish I would have known this scripture years in my life that you are brought about to exist. We were made to exist. We just were. And that's just a powerful thought for me to think about that God loves us so much. He created us to simply exist. And so I just want to encourage you that if you've had those same thoughts of, you know, life is hard. What's the purpose? You were created to exist. And you were created with a purpose. Um. So the next part of this is he is a new creature and then there's a colon 
And a colon just means that the next phrase that we're about to read further defines what was just said. So it's kind of like in an extended definition. So he is a new creature and then old things are passed away. So when you're a new creature, it means that old things are passed away. Old things is referring to original things. Um, I think a lot of times when we read this, and I don't think it's wrong, but our brains instantly go to who we were before we were sinners. Um, you know, the, the cusser and the drinker and the angry person and the person who just lived in constant um, revenge and um, maybe maybe someone who lived in addiction or whatever it is that we lived in before sin. And it's different for all of us. And sometimes it's a combination for all of us. Um, a lot of times it is, but my brain has always gone directly to those thoughts. Um, but when I read this, I kind of had a different thinking about it and old things are passed away because we are new creatures. Um, I thought too about how we no longer have to live by the law. That's an old thing. In the Old Testament, they lived by law and they had to go to a high priest to um, to offer their sacrifice and to burn incense. And that high priest would intercede and would go before God on that person's behalf. And so I think when when I was reading this, um, my brain instantly went to the fact that those things are passed away. We don't have to go to a high priest, a physical high priest, and ask him for forgiveness for our sins. Or we don't have to go and offer that sacrifice before the high priest and have him intercede to God on our behalf. We don't have to live by the law because Jesus came and shed his blood for us. We can live by grace. And he is the high priest who now stands in between us and God. And he intercedes on our behalf. And so my brain instantly went to those thoughts whenever I saw old things are passed away. Um, because we are a new creature, we don't have to live by those laws anymore. Our old sinful being that we discussed a few moments ago is passed away. When we accepted Christ, we crucified or he crucified that version of ourselves and we are raised to walk in newness of life through Christ. I think it's such a powerful thought that, um, we'll come to that in just a second. Um, so are passed away. Old things are passed away. It's perished. Passed away means to perish. But I love the way that it says are passed away. Not, it will be passed away, or it may pass away. It's, it says, are passed away. It's done. They're gone. Those old things, the minute you accept that Christ is your Savior, instantly, those things are gone. Like, simultaneously. Those things are gone. They are passed away. They have perished. There is nothing else that needs to be done for you. You do not have to work for it. I think that there is, and for myself, I've lived in such a misconception that, okay, well, I got saved. Now I have to work and, and, and do this, and I have to work and do this, and I have to work and do this. Instantly, 
God made us fresh. He made us new. All and the only thing we had to do was accept Christ. Um, the next part of that is old things are passed away. Um, behold, all things are become new. Behold means to look. All things is referring to all the things, anything, are become new. Um, are become means to come into being. Webster's defines it as a change from once, a change from another state or condition to another. Um, so when we are become, we are changing from one state to another. So essentially we are changing from a sinner who is lost and on their way to hell. And we are changed. We are become a sinner who is then saved by grace. We are still a sinner. Don't get me wrong. When we become a Christian and we are walking in the newness of God, we are still sinners. Sin does not go away from our lives. But we now have that blood of Jesus to cover our sins. We're always going to be sinful creatures. There's just a difference in sin. So you're either a sinner who is lost without Christ and bound for hell or you are a sinner who has been saved by the grace of God and his blood covers you. And so we become, we go from a change from one to the other. Um, when we accepted Christ as our savior, his blood covered our sins and allowed them, them being our sins, to be crucified with him. His blood holds so much holiness that it cleansed us. He was the perfect and complete sacrifice. Therefore, when God sees us, he doesn't see our sin anymore. He sees, he sees the blood of Jesus. He sees his son's blood, not our sins. He sees the scarlet red that was shed for us to be able to stand in forgiveness. And so when we put this whole script, this whole phrase together, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. He is a unfamiliar creation. Those old things, the original pieces of who we are, are passed away. They're gone. Look. All things are become new. They have changed and become new. Um, I told you in the beginning that I, I don't feel like this scripture needs a lot of elaboration. It's so powerful by itself. Not that the rest of scripture isn't, but sometimes we just... It's easier to break it down and, and to elaborate on it. But this doesn't need any elaboration. When we surrendered our life to Christ, we crucified. I keep saying we, I'm sorry. Jesus crucified our sins on the cross when he was crucified. When he was hanging on that cross 
every sin I would have ever committed, all the sins I have committed, and everything I will even think to commit, hung on that cross with him when he was dying for me. And the minute that I, I surrendered my life to him and accepted what he's done for me in my heart and believed, the minute that I did that, that blood covered those sins. And it instantly made me a new creature in Christ. And so I really think that, I don't know, maybe you're like me, maybe you're not, but I've read the scripture before and I've actually beat myself up over it because I read, he is a new creature, old things are passed away. And I just get to thinking to myself, well, I'm really not new. I'm still the same me. I just now have Jesus in my heart. You know, that's, eh, old things aren't really passed away. I've never read it to the depths of what the scripture means. You are a new being in Christ. He made you new. There's nothing you had to do. There is no goodness that you could be. There is no perfection that you could reach. There is no achievements for you to try to obtain. He made you new. You are a new creature if you are in Christ. So I want to read the scripture all together again, just because I feel like it is so powerful. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And again, there's that word are a second time. It's not maybe become new or trying to become new or there's a possibility it will become new. No, they are. It is already done. So are we going to continue to sin? Yes, we are. We are still sinners. Until we reach heaven, we are never going to be perfect enough. This world is sin and we were born in sin. But if you have accepted Christ, if you have believed on Christ and surrendered to him, sin does not define you anymore. The blood of Jesus does. And I am so thankful for that blood. I lived a long time in my Christian walk, not appreciating the, the beauty and the importance of the blood of Christ. The old version of us whatever that may look like for you. I know that you're probably thinking of it right now. Um, I just think about all the, the evil that I was and the dirty things that I was and, and just the wicked person that I was before Christ. Whatever that looks like for you, that died when you allowed Jesus to become your Lord and Savior. All of that died. The minute that you allowed him to be your savior, you don't have to continue to carry that with you today. You don't. So here's my question for you today. Are you walking as a new creation? Are you walking as an unfamiliar version of who you were before Christ? 
Or have you brought that sinful past version of yourself into this new, fresh way of life? Our become new means that you, there's a change. Have you experienced that change? So I want to challenge you right now. I want you to pause this podcast and I want you to sit and I want you to truly think about this. Think about those questions. Are you walking as a new creation? What old habits do you still allow in your life from before salvation? What old habits have you maybe written off as, well, that's just who I am, but really they're just habits um, that you continue to walk in today? Other than you telling people that you go to church or admitting you're a Christian, does your life show that to others? Can people that knew you before salvation and the people that know you now, other than going to church, could they honestly sit and say, yes, they are a new creation? These are really hard questions. I'm not going to lie. Um. And I think it's really easy for us to beat ourselves up because there are times when those sinful thoughts and those sinful patterns from before salvation can creep in. Um, And that's not what I'm talking about because we're always going to have tendencies from time to time. That's but, But that's what the Holy Spirit is for is to help guide us away from those. But I'm talking about, are you making it a habit of still continuing those old habits? That's when it becomes dangerous because God redeemed you from those things. He set you aside from those things. He has forgiven you of those things. And If we are to walk in the newness of Christ, and if we are to walk as a new creation, there are some things that we just have to lay down. There are some things we can't bring into this new part of our life with us. And so, I just want to challenge you to take inventory of your life. And hopefully you did stop and pause and you thought about those questions. Um, and I just hope that you can accept the free gift of salvation that God has given you and that you can walk in the newness of that. For me personally, I have in the past gotten caught up in the to-do list of Once again, walking in the law of, well, I didn't do this. I did do this. You know, God, I'm doing all the right things. But if we're doing all the right things from a position of our heart that is just checking things off of a list, we're never going to grow. Doing all the right things has to come from a relationship with God. And the only way we can have that relationship is to read his word. And the only way we can grow as a new creation is to read his word and to figure out who we are supposed to be in him. He has given us um, an outline in his word 
and guidance in his word of how to be more like Christ. And so when we become a new creature, we should be reading his word so we can become more like him and less like us. That is the whole goal is to be more like Christ and to be less like us. I want to pray with you and um, I just, I really hope today has encouraged you and not beat you up because that was nowhere near my intention. But this, this scripture has really, really challenged my heart this week and I'm, I'm just so thankful for God's word and that it can challenge us and that it can change us. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for every person who turned tuned in this week, and I just pray that you bless them. I pray that you pour out your windows, pour out blessings from your windows of heaven, God, and just bless their life this week, God. And I pray that they will take heart to the words that you've given me to speak today and that they will challenge themselves this week, God, and that they will pray And I pray that your Holy Spirit would reveal to all of us the areas where we are not walking as a new creation. And I just pray that you would guide us and mold us in the right direction and put a fire in our heart to change and to put down those old habits, God, and put a fire in our heart to want to read your word and to want to be closer to you. I pray that you will just be with each person this week and that you will walk with them as they enter into a fresh new week and encourage them right where they are. I thank you so much for all that you've done for us and I thank you for your word and I thank you for your goodness and it's in Jesus name that I pray. Amen.